welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Of barrenness is the failure in our work and our relationship with the Lord. When you see that your work with God is failing, you should expect no fruits in your life. When you see that your work with God is failing, you should expect no fruits in your life. Spiritual fruit bearing is the overflow of the relationship between a believer and his Lord. Spiritual fruit bearing is the overflow. It's the overflow of the relationship between a believer and his Lord. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 says that He says that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, or, 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 or standeth in the seat, or yes, seated in the seat of the scornful. But he says that, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law that he meditate day and night. Verse 3, he says that, he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers. Number two, he bears his fruits in his season. His leaves will not wither and whatsoever he does will prosper. When you look at verse 3, you see that it started by saying that he shall be like a tree that is planted, that is in contact, that is in good relation to the earth. He said, he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. Then the outcome of this flow, the outcome of his stand, or the stand of the tree is that it will bear fruit. So we say that when you want to bear fruit, when you want to bear, bear a spiritual fruit, your flow and your work with God must be intact. Fruit bearing in the spirit is the is, is, is the outcome or the overflow of a healthy relationship between a believer and the Lord. We must know that God has always longed that we will be with him and he will be with us. The plan of God is that we will have communion and a good relationship with him. Not just as God, but as a father. And and they told Jesus that teach us to pray, Lord, teach us to pray. And amazingly, he didn't say that when you start praying, say God in heaven. He said, our Father in heaven. He was trying to say that God wants us to build a good relationship with him. Not just see him as, just as a God that made the heavens and the earth. Like the Bible said that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That is, is to, to those who have been created, but to those who have been born again, those who, who are born by, by the word and by, by the blood of the Lord, we see him as a father. There is a need for a relationship. 
Are you still praying to God as a God or, as, or, or to God as a father? God longs for us to be with him. God longs for us to stay with him. How is your stand with God tonight? How far have you gone from God? How, how close are you to God? And the Bible said that and Jesus is standing at the door knocking. You see, it is his desire that we will get close to him. It is his desire that we will have a right standing and a good relationship with him. And the Bible said that and God, he, he planted a garden eastward Eden. And there he will meet men. He will meet Adam. And that was his plan. That he will spend time with us. You see, we, we are just living as, as, as a group of people who don't know that God is longing for a relationship. God is longing. Say God is longing for a relationship. Not just, not just a visitation, but he's longing for a relationship. People who, who just know how to stay with him. Those who know how to talk to him. And those who know how to wait to hear from him. You are not in a good relationship with God if, if all you know is to talk to him in prayer. You must learn how to hear from him in prayer. It is not a one-way communication. It is a two-way communication. Hallelujah. Fruit is directly proportional to the union with the Lord. We must have a union with God. And in, in so doing, we will find ourselves bearing fruit. Until you are connected to God constantly, you will not find fruits in your life. Until a tree is constantly connected to the earth or to the ground. Until the, until the branch is constantly in, in tune with the tree, it cannot bear fruits. Last week I said that fruits are not found on the stem, but they are found on the branches. And Jesus said that he is the true vine and we are the branches. We must stay connected. Say stay connected. Stay connected. We have, we, it's, it's like, you know, okay, it's like somebody who has, okay, a joint, uh, um, uh, a joint account with a billionaire. No matter your status, as far as, or so long as you have a joint account with that man, you are automatically a billionaire. It is our union with the Lord that would make us to bear fruit. I pray that in this year, God will help us to, to build our work with Him, to build our relationship with Him, that, that He will cause us to, to move closer to Him in the name of Jesus. No union with the Lord means no fruit bearing. If you are not working close to God, if you are not in relationship with God, if you are not a friend of God, if you are not um, um, going hard after God, if you are not following God, if you are not longing for God, don't expect fruits in your life. If you are not in touch with God, how, how, when was the last time you heard from God? When was the last time you spoke to Him based on your needs? If all you do to God is to tell him your needs, then you are not in a good relationship with, with him. You are seeing him as a God, but not as a father. A father also wants a son and a daughter. Not just to be seen as a father, but he also longs to have sons and daughters.
where there is no or where there is small union or fellowship there is little fruit to show how far you are going with God will show how much of fruit you can show to men and the Bible said that, that, that men will see our works and they will glorify the Father. How far we have gone with God will show men what, what, what we can show them. We'll, we'll, that's how, how men can see that this is what God can do with the man who has given his entire life to him. We are far away from God. We are far away from God. And you see, it is a great deception that when you just appear to God on a Sunday morning, you feel that you are close. But in your private life, have you made time for God? Is there a time apportioned like you have apportioned time for work? There are people who just say that they are close to God, but their hearts are far. And the Bible said that do not rend your attire, do not rend your garment, but rend your heart. It is our heart that must pant after God. Look at this um, text. Psalm 63. Psalm 63 verse 1. Look at the man David, what he was saying. Look at his mindset. There must be a desire to, to have intimacy and fellowship with God. The first thing is that you must have a desire to, to, to walk with God. Why? Because until you walk with God, you will not rub, he will not rub off on you. He says that, oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. And my flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and a thirsty land where no water is. Verse 2. To see thy power and thy glory. Now, this is the fruit of those who have a fellowship with God. And David had seen the power of God and, and, and the glory of God throughout his days as a king. Why? Because he had a fellowship with the Father. There is nothing to show if you don't have a fellowship with the Father. There is nothing to boast of. There is nothing to show. There is nothing to show. Until you have a fellowship with God, you will not see the fruit of his power and the fruit of his, of his glory. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will draw us closer to him and he will, he will help us to bear fruits. Where there is intimate fellowship, there will be much fruits, much fruits to show. And he said that, and David lost no battle in his entire life. He showed us the secret. You see, verse 2 says that to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Verse 3. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Verse 4. That will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Verse 5. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. You will not be satisfied as a believer if you are not working closely with God. Because he is the one that can satisfy your soul. And the Bible said that blessed is the man that, that do, do hunger and test after righteousness. For they shall be filled. If you test after God, you will have a relationship with God. We must test after God. 
we must test after God. When your fellowship with him continues, fruit bearing continues. And when your fellowship with him ceases, your fruit bearing ceases. The day you disconnect a tree from the earth, that is the day the tree will bear no fruit. You cannot, and Jesus said, you cannot bear fruit on your own. On your own accord, on our own accord, we cannot do anything. He said, we can do nothing on our own. We might be trying many things to be productive, to be fruitful. But if we are disconnected, he says that when our fellowship continues, the Bible said that the, the path of the just it shines brighter and brighter. As long as that man walks with God, his path is going to shine. As long as you walk with God, your path of life is going to shine. Your destiny is going to shine. You will see fruit all around because you are walking with God. When a man is barren or stagnant or has backslided, there is only one reason. There's only one reason. His walk with God, his fellowship, his relationship with the Lord has become a problem. There is a question mark when you see that you are backsliding. You can't stay in water and not get wet. That is the meaning. You can't stay in the rain and come out dry. Some way, somehow, the rain will beat you. You see, when, when it is raining and somebody comes out from, from the rain and, you know, it just comes to you and he's so dry, there's nothing to show that he has come from the rain. Then the person did not come from the rain. If there is an issue with your spiritual life, if you are seeing no progress, if you are not feeling God again, if, if, if you are not hearing from God, if you are not seeing what God is saying about you, if your heart is not panting after God, if you are not so even sure that you are born again, after all these years being born again, and you get to a point that you are not so sure because of the things you are doing wrong, check your work with God. Check your fellowship. Check your relationship. You can be, in fact, you can say that you are close to somebody. But until the person says he's also close to you, you are not in any relationship. <laughs> you can't go and walk around and say, oh, that is my husband. Oh, that is my wife. And the person doesn't even know you. You are not in fellowship. It must be a two-way affair. You must be known in his presence and he must also know you. We must know God and he must also know us by the way we walk with him and we obey him. John 15 verse 4. Let's look at the amplified version. John 15 verse 4. He says that dwell in me. Say dwell in me. Dwell in me and I will dwell in you. Live in me and I will live in you. This is the request of the Lord. Stay with me. Walk with me. Love me. Follow after me. It says that live in me and I will live in you. 
just as no branch can bear fruit of its, itself without abiding in or being vitally united to the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. We cannot do anything by ourselves until we abide in the Lord. We cannot bear fruit until we abide in, in the Lord. It is our year of fruitfulness, but we will remain barren until we learn to walk and abide with the Lord. There are three ways fruits are produced in a man or in a believer. The first one is when the man remains in Christ. You don't confess that you are, you are you are saved and tomorrow uh, you say based on what is based on the things that are going on in your life you are not, I mean you are no more saved you must remain in Christ stay in Christ abide in Christ remain in Christ, say remain in Christ remain in Christ number two you must be in fellowship with Christ. In fellowship with Christ. You must have a relationship with the Lord. As I said, the Lord must know us and we must know the Lord. We must get close to God, then he will get close to us. The Bible said that, draw nigh unto me and I will draw nigh unto you. The problem is not with God being close to us. The problem is how close can we get to God? We must learn to have fellowship with the, with, with the Lord. And the third one is in obedience to Christ. An obedient man, an obedient believer will always see fruits in his life. Why? Because when the word of God comes, the man is ready to obey. Until you obey the word of God, you will not see the result of that word. It is the word of God that causes a man to bear fruit when it is acted upon. We are not seeing fruit because we are not in obedience to Christ. His instructions. What has his word said to us? When you don't obey someone, you are not in good relation with the person. If you find, if we find ourselves I mean, having a hard time to, to, to say, God, this is what you have said and this is what I am going to do. I am going to obey the same things you have, you have asked me to do. That is the man who is having a fellowship with God. John 15 verse 5. John 15 verse 5. It says that, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever lives in me and I, I in him bears much or abundant fruit. However, apart from me or cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. If a man remains in fellowship with Christ, there, there, you see, there may be hard times. There will be hard times. Don't be me. There will be hard times. You, in fact, we will go through a lot. But it is they that know their God that they will work strong and do exploit. How strong you will stand in the face of adversity. 
it's all dependent on how well you are standing with God. He says that they that know their God, they shall be strong. When you are walking with, okay, with God, you are knowing God. It is the place where you know God. God showed his acts to the people of Israel. But he showed his ways to Moses. Which means that there is a way to know God by his showing us our as his ways. We must know how, how God does his things. Moses knew how God did his things. But the people of Israel did not know. So we heard more of him than the people of Israel. We heard the works of Moses. Parting the Red Sea. Many things. Why? Because he was a man who knew how to walk with God. A Christian who bears no fruit cannot blame God by himself. We have been called to bear fruit. It is a mandate and he said that be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. If you are not seeing fruit in, in your life, if we are not seeing fruit in our life, we cannot blame God. Why? Because he has made available the things we need. And he says that by, by, his, by his divine power, he has given, okay, okay um, unto us, all things that pertains to life and godliness. The things that will make us fruitful has been provided. The nutrients that will make the tree very fruitful has been provided. So we can't blame God when we are buried no fruit. We can't blame God when we are seeing no progress. He has made available what will make our life shine and blossom. But the problem is we are not in connection with the Father. And that is where the problem is. We are not in connection with the Father. As I'm speaking, look at how far you are from God. And look at the fruits you are bearing. Take up the responsibility to grow in your fellowship with Christ. We cannot remain babes in Christ. There are things that God expects us to grow out from. There are some things that... Um, um, some sins that God expects us to grow up from. The same things we have been struggling with. If we are still in that, if we are still finding ourselves in that, then we are not growing. God expects us to take up the responsibility and grow with Him. Grow up in our work with, with Him. Know what God is saying at the time. Let's know what He, he is longing for us. Let's know His, his word and His mind. And how to get there. We must grow in our walk with the Lord. We must get to the point that, like, like Paul said, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. We must get to the point where we will have to know God. Say no God. Say no God. Not just as God, but as, as a father as well. Until, until you connect your flow with Christ, nothing works. There may be water flowing in, in, your, uh, in your area, but until you are connected to the source, water will not flow into your house. 
Water has been made available, but we must be connected. Stay connected. There are some things that will make us disconnected from God. He says that he is called the Abba Father. Abba means the source. The source. Source of everything that we need in life. He's the source. But there are some things that will disconnect us from him. Number one. The things that or the, the things that can affect our intimacy with Christ Jesus. Number one is the sin and the sins of the believer. The sin and the sins of the believer. It's amazing when you just talk about sin, a lot of us, our minds will just go to sexual sins. But I was thinking about something and I found out that the meaning of sin is doing what God has not asked you to do and not doing what he has asked you to do. <laughs> that is sin. Am I here? Doing what God has not asked you to do and not doing what he has asked you to do. Any sin in the form of desire, of thought, of looking, or of, of, of look, of touch, of taste, of feeling, of word and of deed. Any sin in this form that is known to the believer, but not hated by the believer, but not confessed by the, by the man, or not abandoned, that is the sin that would break and separate our flow or the flow of the man with Christ. The sin that is attached to a desire. The sin that is attached to a thought. And Jesus told them that if you think wrongly or even evil of a man, you have committed murder. So there are many times that we think we have not sinned, but in, by the thoughts, by our thoughts, we have sinned. He says that if you look at a woman lastly, in fact, somebody will say that, oh, in fact, as for me, I have not gone to lay with any man or lay with any woman, so I have not sinned. But the, the sin of thought, the sin of thought, when you engage that sin so much, you will find yourself not having your mind staying on God. The sin of look. And Jesus said that if you look at a, if you look at a woman lastly, you have already laid with, with, with that woman. The sin of look. Or, or, or you look at what somebody has and wrongfully desire for it. So that the person will not have it. You see, there is one way to, to say, oh God, what, what this man has, I need it. I need fame. But when you wish that the person, what the person has, is not in the custody of the person, but it's in your custody, then that is where it is a sin. The sin of touch and taste. 
of feeling, of deed, and, and of word. What we say can be seen. What we, we, we do can be a sin. But he says that if we don't hate it, if we don't confess it, and if we don't abandon it, this is the same thing that will separate us from the Lord. And the Bible says that the, okay, the hands of God or of the Lord is not too short to save. There are many times that we could have not gone out of the will of God or out into destruction but because of our sins. He says that and his ears are not too deaf to hear but it is our sins that have what, separated us from him. This is what happens when we sin. When we are in right standing with God we face God. But when we sin he doesn't turn his back on us. We turn our back on him. Like the man and his son. When his son went out from his house. And the prodigal son, yes. When he went out of the house of his father. He said he went out to have fun. He went out to, to just mess up his life. But all along the father has been waiting at the entrance. Awaiting his return. And that is the love of the father. He desired that we will have constant communion with him. So it doesn't matter how far we have gone. He's always waiting to receive us. Always waiting to receive us. Because he longs to be with us. He longs to be with us. Sin will take you from the will of God. Sin will take you from the light of God. The potency of sin is to break our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Haven't you noticed that the, okay, the season that you, you sin, the season that we, we just go astray, we can't even pray. Our confidence to even ask God, we feel that we don't, we, 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 we don't merit what we are about to ask. But he said, come boldly to the throne of grace. Come boldly. Say, come boldly. Sin is the enemy of our intimacy with the Lord Jesus. It's sin. It's sin. It's sin. Sin can cause a man to go far away from God like the prodigal son. Anytime we walk in sin, we must see ourselves as the prodigal son. And one thing about sin is that it will lead you on to the point where you, you see that. The Bible says that there is there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but its end is destruction. That is sin for you. It will make the way so, so attractive. It will make it look like this is, is how it is. You see, broad is the way that leads to destruction. So broad means that it is appealing. It's appealing. It looks conducive. It looks attractive. You may think that this is how life must be. But it is having an effect with your connection to the source. When a fish is brought out of water, for a moment, it, it, in fact, it will be feeling that it is safe. But unknowingly, just a few times, a few moments, when, when the source of oxygen gets out, then he knows that it is time to die. Sin will lead us into destruction. 
it will not just break our flow with God, but it will separate us eternally. But the mercy of God will always bring us back. I said the mercy of God would always bring us back. James 4 verse 4. You see, the point where Jesus was on the cross. Jesus was on the cross. And the Bible said that he had, the sins of the world had been laid on him. So much so that he had become sin. Jesus had become sin for us. So at that moment, the father could not look at him. Why? Because it was a state of sin. And that is what sin can do. It can take us far. It can take us far. But this evening, I pray that wherever we have gone, how far we have gone, the Lord will bring us back. James 4 verse 4. Let's look at the Amplified Version. You are like unfaithful wives having illicit love affairs with the world. This is what God I mean, says when we are walking in sin. When we are enjoying the pleasures of sin. He says you are like unfaithful wives having illicit love affairs with the world and breaking your marriage vow to God. Have you not read that Jesus is the bridegroom and the church is the bride? Okay? So, it is a love affair. No bride will not want to spend time with his groom. And no groom will not want to spend time with his bride. But when we engage and we are lost in sin, our relationship with the groom is affected. And he says that we are breaking our marriage vows when we stay in sin. Do you not know that being the world's friend is being God's enemy? Instead of working with God, you are working against God. That is what sin does to us as believers. Instead of God calling us his friends, like he called the man David, and David was a man after God's own heart. When we sin, we are men against God's own heart. That is, is what sin does. Sin just makes us men against God. And our work with him is affected. The Bible says that can two walk together unless they agree. You can't walk with, with the Holy Spirit until you are walking in holiness. You can't follow the Holy Spirit if you are not walking in holiness. Let's look at the, the um, GNT version of this scripture. Unfaithful people, don't you know that to be the world's, world's friend means to be God's enemy? When we are walking in sin, God calls us unfaithful. The Bible says that there is, there is a faithful saying that God is faithful. For him, he's faithful. But for us, we are unfaithful. When we engage in sin, our fellowship with him is always affected. He said, to be the world's, the world's friend means to be God's enemy. If you want to be the world's friend, you make yourself God's enemy. Let's look at the message. 
you are cheating on God. Hey. I think um, um, last two months or something, you know, uh, there was a news that a certain guy had, I mean, this is not a good example, but it, it, I mean, it just shows you how men can be, can be very, in fact, very uh, jealous. A certain boy had killed his girlfriend because he heard that the girl was cheating. And that is the level we men have. That is a bad, a bad jealousy. But God says that he is a jealous God. Why? Why? Because he doesn't want to share us with the world. He doesn't want... Why? Because he has... You see, when you pray for something and somebody is trying to lay, lay his hands on it, you become so envious and jealous. Why? Because you have paid the price for it. You have paid the, okay, you've paid the price for, for a nice car. Then somebody comes and says that this car is his. He will do everything possible to take back that car. And he's saying that, and he bought us with the precious blood of his dear son. So it is making him a jealous God to ensure, to ensure that we stay with him. God will do everything to make sure that we stay with him and we have a right standing and a right relationship with him. He said that you are cheating on God. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, are, are you cheating on God? If you are watching online, in fact, ask your sibling, ask your parent, are you cheating on God? Are you cheating on God? If all you want is your own way, you feel that, uh, um, in fact, uh, Jesus had, okay, had the, um, the chance to okay, go by his own way. Then he said that, not, not my will, but your will. So you say, oh, in fact, he had the chance and he blew the chance. So as for me, I will not blow the chance. And all you do is that instead of heeding to the word that says that in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path, we are going by our own way. Whenever God does not, or God is not involved in our decision making, our path is not directed. Surely it will not end well. If we don't involve God in, our, in, in the things we do, or we just say that, I want to have my way. I want to have my way. If, if you are that, that man, or, or, or if you are that person that is used to saying that, I want to have my way, you are not in right standing with God. Your intimacy with God is questionable. Flirting with the world. Every chance you get. You can't be lukewarm. We can't be lukewarm. We are either fully for the Lord or we are fully for the world. It's about time we chase hard after God. Say chase hard after God. Our heart, our soul, and our mind must chase hard after God. You end up as enemies of God and His way. May we not be enemies of God. In the name of Jesus. Number two factor. The things that can affect our work and our intimacy with the Lord is malnutrition. Malnutrition. Malnutrition may result from not eating the right kind of food for a period of time. Malnutrition. Eating the right kind of food 
for a period of time. They say it's, it's called a uh, kwashioko. You see the person slim, I mean the boy slim, big head and big uh, stomach. Not balanced. You can't go into a fight with, with, that, with that stature. You can't go into a fight. That is why many of us are, are not winning certain battles. Why? Because we are malnourished. If a man is on, is on spiritual milk, when he ought to be eating solid food, his fellowship with the Lord will be greatly affected. Even if he drinks a lot of the milk in a day. In fact, it is said that it is safe and it is good for you to feed your baby the first, the first um, six months of, of his life. He must go solely on breast milk. Why? Because everything that the baby will need to, to, to be in, in uh, okay, like, um, um, okay, um, just to be in good health is in the breast milk. But you see, after six months, into eight months, into tenth month, into one year, if, if the baby is still on breast milk, the baby is going to be exposed to certain infirmities, illnesses, and diseases. Why? Because it is a system just to make him outgrow from what he is getting. We can't be babes in the Lord forever. God wants us to have mighty things. God wants us to be able to hold on to great things and great promises. We can't be a champion of many when we are still babes. There are some things that God wants us to handle and to control. But if we, if we are still babes, we can't have those things. He wants us to have a child, like, okay, um, just a heart of a child. But he doesn't want us to be children. We must mature. Say mature. Say mature. Even if the, or, okay, even if the man will drink enough milk in a lot of quantities, he will still not be healthy. Just, I mean, just watch you. Just look at, at yourself. Imagine the whole, your whole, whole uh, 30 years, your whole 40 years, you're just on milk. <laughs> just on milk. No, 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 no. There are some points that there are, God will just put certain longings and, 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 and okay, and, and, okay, there's a system that will crave, will crave for certain food. So you say, um, I, I feel for this, I feel for that. There is a longing as you mature, you long for, for bigger things. As we mature, we will long for bigger things. For a Christian to keep bearing fruit, number one, he must give more and more of himself. More and more of himself. It's like a clay. If only the clay can hand himself over to the hands of the potter, the clay will be shocked what, what the potter can bring out of it. God is just waiting that we will hand ourselves to him. We have been singing this song, more of you, more of you, 
I want more of you. You cannot have more of God if God does not have more of us. The more of ourselves we give up to God or give to God, the more of himself he can give to us. We can't hold on to our longings and our will and have God's will. Like Jesus did. He had to lay down his will to pick up God's will. You want the ways of God. We must drop our ways to pick up the ways of God. We must drop the things that make us feel that we are on our own to pick up God. If, you, if, if we, we have to bear more fruit, we have to give more of ourselves. Give more of ourselves. The more God has you, the more he can use you. The more God has your time, and the more God has your heart, and the more God has what you, you can give, he can use. Number two, spend more and more time with Christ. Spend more and more time with Christ. It is said that you need to spend about eight good hours a day to be on top of your game. You must spend about eight hours a day to be a master of your craft. For, for, for um, this, um, this, this scene. Back then, I used to, I used to spend about, about seven hours just on the keyboard and practicing. I mean, this is just a very simple example. I can practice for long. And I realized that the pace at which I play certain things was so fast and quick. I became a master of what I was doing. Why? Because I gave eight hours of my day to what I was doing. But now that I've stopped, <laughs> I, find my, I find myself, I just use the experience to just do it. When you want God or when you want to bear much fruit, you must learn to give God your time. Giving God our time. When you hold back your time from God, in fact, you are holding back much fruit from God. You can't be a master of, of, of um, somebody who works with God. You know God so well that you can tell what God is doing. The Bible said that he will not do anything unless he, he just shows it to his servants, the prophet. There is a way to, to walk with God like the man Abraham did. God was about to send down fire upon Sodom and Gomorrah. But he knew that there was a man that was working closely with him. So much that he, he couldn't hide, hide things from him. We must learn to give God our time. And let him do what he has to do with our lives. Number three. Study more and more of the word. A Christian who wants to bear fruit must study more and more of the word. The Bible says that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you will Meditate upon it, what? Day and night. And be careful to do whatever is in it. So shall you make your way prosperous. Then you will have 
good success. He says that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Upon this law, he's meditating upon it day and night. The more you spend time with the word of God, the more you will see the promises of God come to pass. He calls the word just like a mirror. And we are being changed from glory to just from glory to glory. Anytime we we stay glued into the word, the word of God acts like a mirror. We see the image that God has for us. We see the picture of, of our destiny in the word of God. So the more we stay, we stay with the word of God, the more we see what God has planned for us. The Bible says that for your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We cannot have the light of God shining in the darkness of our, of, of our lives when we are not or we are not involved in his word. We must be men that would chase after the word of God. We must study more of the word. Why? Because the more we stay with the word, the Bible said that and the word became life. Uh, uh, okay, I mean the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word of God can become a reality unto them that chase hard after it. It is the word of God. It's, it's the word of God. And if we want to bear fruit, we must go after the word. When was the last time we stayed to study, not to read? Now that they have even made, made the, the uh, morning devotional from, from um, 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 okay, okay, Pastor Mensah Otabel, now, now, you know, you don't have to buy the book. <laughs> Every morning by 6 a.m. or 5 a.m., it's up on our phone. We don't even read it. We don't even read it. Why? Because the word of God has, has become, I mean, something that we can easily assess. But back then, we, okay, we just had to, to chase after the word. You have to roam to find one sheet, one page of the Bible. And yet, they make time to learn the scrolls and to, and to learn them and to study them. We need to be awake and go hard after the word of God. Number four, if we want to bear fruit, we must give more and more of our substance. More and more of our substance. It says that where your heart is, that's where your treasure is. But when you flip it, it also makes sense that where your heart is, that is where your treasure will be. Let me just say this. For those who had, uh, who had their monies with, with men's gold, the day it closed down, their hearts <laughs> were broken. <clears throat> All right? So, it, so where, where, their, where their treasure was, their heart was there. 
another sin. God so loved the world that he gave his son. So the heart of God was with the world so much that he gave his treasure. Okay? So where your heart is, that is where your treasure will be. And where your treasure also is, your heart will go there. The more of your treasure you give to God, the more of your heart will chase after God. If you are able to give more to God, your heart will follow. And if of a truth your heart is so on God, your treasure will follow. If you are struggling, if we are struggling to give unto God, it shows where our heart is. You can't say you love God and not give to God. If you truly have, you will not hold back. Why? Because anyone who loves a man or loves his wife will give anytime there is the need and he has. For where your for where your treasure is there will your heart be also. It is important to give more to God so that your heart will be connected to God. There are some things that can take away our heart from God if we keep giving unto the world. If we keep spending things on things or, or, or we, we keep, we keep um, spending on things that do not matter. He said, lay our treasures in places that no moth can destroy. Our heart will follow where our treasure goes. So the more a man can give to God, the more his heart will be with God. One way God can have our heart is when we give more to him. Any need in church, any need in the life of a friend, if you can meet it, you can give. But most importantly, the need to push the kingdom forward. It will, in fact, it will show where our heart will be. Hallelujah. And number five, serve the Lord. If you want to keep bearing fruit, serve the Lord ever increasingly. The more you serve God, the more you bear fruit. The more you push the work of God, the more you push the agenda of God, the more we will bear fruit. This is the only type of lifestyle that can please the Lord and cause us to be fruitful in this year. The first one is, um, is what? Give more and more of yourself. We should give more and more of ourselves. Number two, spend more and more time with the Lord. Number three, study more and more of the word. Number four, give more and more of our substance. And number five, serve the Lord ever increasing. Let's look at this last the, uh, um, text, then we pray. Second Peter chapter 1 from verse 3 to 9. We are going to read to uh, um, King James. We are going to read to the message and the GNT. So let's start with King James. It's quite, it's quite long, but according as his divine power has given unto us all things pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious, and 
precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. He said that, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your, to your faith virtue, and to virtue, add knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly, kindness and to that you add what love or charity verse 8 for if these things be in you and abound they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our lord jesus verse 9 but he that lacked these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath Forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Let's look at from verse, verse 5 in the message Bible. Verse 5. Verse 5. So don't lose a minute in building on what you have been given. Complementing your basic faith with good character and spiritual understanding. Alert discipline. Passionate patience. Reverend wonder. Warm friendliness. And generous love. Each dimension fitting into and, and what? Developing the others. With these qualities, active and growing in your lives, no grass will grow under your feet. No day will pass without its reward as you mature in your experience of our master. I pray in the name of Jesus that we will not be barren in our lives. There will not be any day we shall be barren in the mighty name of Jesus. We want to be on our feet and pray. We want to be on our feet and pray. Hallelujah. You want to lift up your right hand and, and just pray that God will, will cause us to love him more. Pray that God will help us to love him more. Lift up your voice and pray. If you are joining online, pray. You can place your, your right hand on your heart and just say that, Lord, help, help us to love you more. Help me to love you more. I know I've gone far, Lord, but help me to love you more. Lord, help us. Cause us to love you more. Cause us to love you more. Pray, pray, pray that the grace of God will help you. That grace, grace will help us to love Him more. In this dry and thirsty land where there's no water, may, may God help us to love Him. May God help us to love Him more. Pray. The Bible said, In the last days, the love of many shall wax cold. You want to pray and say, Lord, set my love for you on fire. Lord, may my love for you not wax cold. May my love for you not wax cold. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
pray pray for yourself anything anything of the world that is eating into the love you have for God pray in the name of Jesus that God will take it away and ask him to love you more ask, ask that he will help you to love him more in the name of Jesus many things are fighting for our love but our love must be for the Lord pray and say in the name of Jesus Lord help me cause me to love you more cause me to love you more cause me to love you more in these dark times in these dark times Lord cause me to love you more pray in the name of Jesus two minutes more two minutes more the Bible says love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind pray and say Lord help me to love you with all my heart not some of my heart but all of my heart if God can get all of our heart we will have all of God we will experience more of God we want to pray and say Lord help us to love you more help us to love you more help us to love you more Jesus help us to love you more Jesus Number two, want to pray that God, God will just lead us out of every wrong life, every evil life, every sinful life. In the name of Jesus, pray that, that God will lead us from sinful life. In the name of Jesus, pray and say, Sin has no dominion over me. Sin has no hold over me. Any form of evil addiction, any form of sinful addiction, anything I'm addicted to, Lord, that takes me far from you. Pray and say, Lord, lead me. Lead us out of every sinful life, Lord. The sin that easily beset us, Lord, deliver us. The Bible said, laid aside every weight that easily ensnares us. And running with endurance, the race that is set before us, we must first lay aside the sin and the weight that easily ensnared us. You want to say, God, lead us out of, lead us out of every sinful life, lead us out of every sinful life, any sin we are struggling with. May Your grace overshadow us. He said, Will will we continue in sin so that grace may abound? want to pray and say God may your grace cause us not to continue in sin say God I receive grace I receive grace to walk out of any form of sin I receive grace to walk out of any form of sin the sin of sight the sin of taste the sin of touch the sin of word the sin of thought and the sins of deeds. Oh God, receive grace. We receive grace to walk out. Ilabrako, Sakalaba, Rababa, Randelebe Kandos.
Ila baba baba, raganda la baba baba, kashataba. Pray, pray, say Lord, deliver us, Lord, deliver us as a church, deliver us, Lord, as individuals from the grip of sin, from the hold of sin, from the snare of sin. Adini mika baba, from the bonds of sin, from the jaws of sin. Ila lele be kadinas, rabaka palababa. We shall return and sin no more because God has brought us, has led us out of the sins. And number three, we want to pray that, oh God, draw us into practical Christianity. Draw us into practical Christianity. We want to pray and say, Lord, help me to live the right kind of life. Help me to live like a Christian. You have, you have called us out. He said, come out from amongst them. He has called us from, from amongst the many. In the name of Jesus. He said, come out from amongst them. He has called us to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth. He said, if, if the salt loses its savor, what where is its use? It shall be thrown and trampled upon. We are praying in the name of Jesus that He will call us, He will draw us into practical Christianity. Wherever you are, pray and ask the Lord to help you to be a Christian. Say, Lord, help me to be a true Christian. Jesus is the true vine, and we can be true Christians. We can be true reflections of Christ. Pray, pray, pray. Two minutes more. If you are watching online, pray and say, Lord, draw us into practical Christianity. Draw us into practical Christianity. For the next two minutes, pray in the language of the Holy Ghost. As the Holy Ghost comes upon us, as the Holy Ghost overshadows us, as the Holy Ghost empowers us to, to live like Christ, pray and say in the name of Jesus, from today, I am, I am being drawn into practical Christianity. I am, I am going to talk like a Christian. I am going to act like a Christian. I am going to do things like Christian, like a Christian. From today, but my love for God is going to increase. In the name of Jesus, Two minutes pray in the language of the Holy Ghost. If you are joining online, pray, pray in the language of the Holy Ghost. As 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 you receive the grace of God, as you receive the mandate of God, as you receive the help of God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. God is able to cause all grace to abound unto us so that having all sufficiency in all things we may abound in every good work. There is grace available tonight as you speak in the language of the Holy Ghost. There is grace available to abound, to abound, to be fruitful, to abound. 
to be fruitful, to abound. The grace to abound. The grace to be fruitful. He said he's able to cause all grace. He's able to cause all grace to abound. So that we will have all sufficiency in all things. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We thank you for tonight. We thank you for bringing us your word. We give you all the praise. We know, as your word says in the book of Acts, we said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which, is, which can build you up, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among the seeds. We thank you for building us up by your word. And we thank you that we have laid hold on our inheritance. We give you praise, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Clap your hands and shout a big amen. Hallelujah. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.